Everybody knows that the days are loaded Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed Everybody knows the war is over Everybody knows the good guys lost Everybody knows the fight was fixed Hello everybody, welcome, welcome to the first ever Forgive me there, the first ever effing terrible podcast. The effing terrible podcast, as it were. I have uh, been trying to get through to this, to do one of these for the last couple of weeks, where it would work out, where I had a a guest or or somebody with me that could kind of take the weight off of figuring out what it would be that I'd want to be talking about what we're going to address in this podcast, how we're going to handle things, where are we going to go. And I think what needed to happen was I just needed to do the first one to let everyone know where effing effing terrible stands. Uh, Yeah, we open up a lot of cards. We're big card fans. I'm a a card collector. We're card sales. All of those things are true. But um, I, uh, I just want to talk about sports and life and how all the stuff that goes with it and Everything that we do, you know, all the things that we like to do. Um, I don't know where it's going to take us from time to time. Uh, but I can tell you this. I'm going to do my very best to keep it a little bit lighthearted. I am not going to get into politics. And it's not because I'm afraid to. We can. We can do that any chance, anytime you want. You let me know. You send me a message. We can discuss politics. Politics. Now, I don't need you to like what I like or think what I think. I'm not going to get mad at you if you don't. Because that's just not the way it's supposed to be. I think that's kind of the problem nowadays. Is No one really just understands how to be like, all right, I don't think that, but good for you, bro. But that being said, I don't want it to get so political. And that being said, I'm going to have a discussion very quickly about things that are a little political and give you an idea why I feel this way and the way we're going to stand on it. So the most political thing that goes on or has gone on in sports as of late is, is, is taking a knee during the national anthem. Now, and to be fully honest and just to be transparent, yes, I was in the, the military and yes, the national anthem is a special you know, it's a little bit more, it's home for me. It's a different feeling for me, maybe, than some. And I will never argue that athletes don't have the right to kneel. They should. You can do whatever you want to do. And if it offends somebody or it bothers someone a little bit, you don't just get to force them to stop. So I would never be able to say, just stop. This is what I'll say. Life is not easy. Life is hard, it's complicated, and I would say that it's probably a little more complicated on a different level for normal people than it is for athletes. I mean, athletes have problems, I'm not going to pretend like they don't, I can't speak to what it's like to being a professional athlete, having all that money and all that attention, I'll never know that feeling. I'm 38 years old, I'm not going to be a professional athlete, so I know they have stresses and I know they have problems. And I understand that this is their platform and they're doing what they think is right and I respect that. 
Here's what I think, though. There's so little in this world that can transport you or take you away from all of the problems that you have and make you feel like a kid with nothing to worry about. And for a lot of guys, for guys like me, for any, you know, sports fan, probably, you know, it used to be nice. You could flip on the TV on a Sunday and watch your favorite team. And there was no politics involved. It was just losing yourself in a kid's game, you know, a game that even if you never played in high school or you never played in college, that you could relate to because at one point in your life, most likely, you played in the backyard with your brothers or your friends and you scored a touchdown or you hit a home run or whatever was a home run at that time and you loved it. And, you know, at some point, most guys, especially big sports fans, had this lofty goal or these, like, amazing aspirations as a kid of being told you can do anything. They're like, well, then I want to play baseball or I want to play football. And it was a simpler time. You didn't have to worry about bills or presidents or illness or anything else. You know, any of that stuff was never even in the back of your mind. It was nowhere to be seen. It was just sports time, you know, and you just thought about that stuff. So now that life is old, you know, you get older and life's a little more complicated. You go back to it. You get lost in it. You know, you pick things like for me. For me, I'm an Irish fan. I like all football. I mean, I love college football the most. But for me, college football is my favorite thing. And of that, it's the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I watched it when I was a kid with my dad on Channel 5. I've grown up watching it, and now I watch it with my kids. So I will get lost in it. I, I romanticize every bit of it. I sit there and watch the game, and I live and die with every you know snap. And if they lose, especially a heartbreaker... Or something like that. Man, it'll knock out my whole day. But, you know, I love it. And I, I love being a Notre Dame fan. So, it makes me sad to hear people say, I don't watch football anymore because it upsets me. That sucks, man. That that really sucks. You, you know, at one point you were a big football fan and somebody did something and then another person did another thing and now you're upset. And that sucks. I don't think you need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I don't think you need to shut off football completely because you're upset with some guys that are kneeling for something that they're trying to do that they think is right. Whether you think it's right or wrong, they're not doing it to solely piss you off. They're doing it because they think that this is the way they can make a change. Now, being completely honest, I think there are some of them are doing it for attention or to make them feel like they're a part of something or to make it seem like they are but that's just some of them some people are like that but that's anywhere you go sometimes people just need attention but there are people out there that truly think that they're going to be able to make a change for the better in the world by taking this knee and making this statement well i will never tell them not to do that i just wish it could be simple again So that's where I come off on that. But again, I just wanted to take this initial opportunity to say that I don't know how many of these we'll make. I don't know if there'll ever even be a second one. I think there's going to be. We got a lot of great ideas. We have a lot of lofty goals. We have aspirations, to say the least. 
of wanting to get our voice out and be able to talk to people because we are just normal guys, you know, people who love sports. And uh, maybe we just needed a way to get that out there. Every single guy who maybe was driving home and listening to sports talk radio and thought that they were better at it than the other than the guys that were doing it or thought that they had a really good input and couldn't get through when they tried to call or just want to vent and get it out. That's going to be us. And we're going to give people an opportunity to join in with us because I need to vent sometimes, especially when it comes to sports. That's why things like tomorrow night, uh, currently it's, it's Wednesday right now, Tomorrow night will be the NFL Draft, the 2021 NFL Draft. And I can still remember, like it was yesterday, watching the Chicago Bears select Mitch Trubisky after trading up to get to him. And I just, I immediately took to social media to tell people what a terrible thing that had just happened to their beloved Bears. And I say beloved because these these Bears, like Bear fans, and I'll say Bear fan, I won't say me, because I'm not a Bear fan anymore. I would probably be categorized as a Bear hater, because I can't be a part of what the these people are doing anymore. But let me explain why. And I've explained this multiple times to people, and I'm going to try and break it down as smoothly as I can this time, so that it doesn't sound crazy as a just a, a random bear hater just like ah he hates the bears you can't do anything about the people that just hate the bears here's where i'm gonna go i'm not mad that you didn't take patrick mahomes in 17 i'm not even mad that you didn't take deshaun watson i don't care about those things People miss on quarterbacks almost every year. Missing on a quarterback is a regular thing. Here's where the problem lies. One, you have an infinite amount of money. Let's just be honest. The Chicago Bears have money. They're a printing press. All they do is make money. And all you needed to do was have a workout for... And maybe dinner with the Heisman Trophy winner and the great, the the best player in college football that year, Deshaun Watson. And he wasn't a fluke. It wasn't like, oh, this kid came out of nowhere and won the Heisman. He beat Bama. He won a national title. He was dominant. And you didn't even see it to be necessary to sit down for dinner. Watch him throw a couple of passes. Have him come work out privately. Never happened. That's not acceptable. But as we delve even further into this, here's the one that drives me nuts. The people who work for the Chicago Bears, who address talent, who scout talent, who do all of their talent work, They sat down and they told the powers that be 
that not only is Mitch Trubisky the guy you need to draft, they went so far as to say, listen, you have got to trade up to get this guy. Because if you get stuck with either of the other two options, it's going to be terrible. They were under the impression that Mitch Trubisky was head and shoulders better than Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. And that is unforgivable. It's not acceptable in a professionally run organization in one of the largest markets in the world, one of the original football teams in the NFL, and that's what your talent scouts see? That this guy, who played 13 games in college, is so much better than these other guys, you need to give up draft capital just to go get him. That's the problem. If they had sat still with that pick and just made the pick and missed and got Mitch and, and it was bad, it could have been more tolerable. It would have been more tolerable. Because, hey, people miss on quarterbacks. But when you trade away assets so that you can get up specifically to get that guy so that you're not stuck with any of the other two guys who happen to be studs, completely ignoring the fact that Deshaun Watson now is facing sexual assault charges. Because that's not anything we knew about then. There was no way to ever know that. And as a matter of fact, you don't even know that that ever would have taken place if he was here. Not that you know that it took place in the first place. We don't know. But I'm saying you can't look in hindsight because the other part of that is you would have had a an all-pro quarterback in your franchise on a rookie deal and you would have been able to do so many more things. And you wouldn't have had to go out and sign Mike Glennon. Or I'm sorry, you would not have had to go out and sign Nick Foles and spend that money. And now Andy Dalton. Like, the, the, the absolute circus that is the Chicago Bears quarterback selection should be enough to make anyone walk out on this football team. I don't care what kind of fan you are. And this is the comparison I always get. People always ask me, be like, you're just a Fairweather fan. No, 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 no. I have been anti-Bear even when they were in the Super Bowl because they have been doing this to their fans for a long time. And there's a difference because people always give me shit because they say, well, you're a Cubs fan, and they made losing like a lifestyle. Correct. They did. But what they did that the Bears don't do is everything they possibly can to win. The Cubs had bad luck, bad nonsense, bad breaks, whatever you want to call it. But it wasn't for lack of trying. They rebuilt. They spent money. They got dra- They went out and signed big ticket guys. They did all kinds of things. They tried everything they could. And it just kept losing. And they got good and then they didn't win a World Series. And then they got good and they didn't win a World Series. And it isn't necessarily that I think the Bears need to win a championship 
to be reputable. Winning a Super Bowl is super difficult. I'm aware. It's not a regular thing. The Green Bay Packers have had Hall of Fame quarterbacking for decades and have not won that many Super Bowls. They, you know, it's it, it's a hard thing to do. But the Green Bay Packers are near in the AFC title game or in the hunt for it almost every single year because they're smart enough to keep their team relevant. The Bears are irrelevant. And that's the biggest knock on them is that they're just not even relevant anymore. Nobody cares. Like, no one really takes them seriously because they are one. Of, they are the only team in the NFL who's never had a 4,000-yard passer. How is that even a real thing? The Jacksonville Jaguars have had a 4,000-yard passer, and the Bears haven't. Let that sink in. Let me, let me say that one more time. The Jacksonville fucking Jaguars have had a 4,000-yard passer, and the Bears have not. Just, I'm sure most people have played the drinking game where you sit there and you just start rattle off Bears quarterbacks that you can think of, and the first person who can't name one has to drink. I mean, ugh, Cordell Stewart, Chad Hutchinson, Steve Walsh, Cade McNown, like, oh, it, it makes me sick to think about all of the players that they've passed on to pick subpar quarterbacks. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand their thinking on, on player personnel. I don't understand their talent evaluators. I don't, I don't get it because I'll tell you right now, the minute Mitch Trubisky left this team, the Chicago Bears, and signed as a backup quarterback in Buffalo, People should have been fired because that draft pick set the Chicago Bears back 10 years. At least. At least 10 years. How often are you going to sit at the top of a draft in the top five picks with multiple all-pro quarterbacks coming out? You had a, you had a two out of three chance. And you shit the bed because you took a guy who barely started in North Carolina. Here's another problem. If you look back at who was quarterback of North Carolina the year before, that guy never even made it into the NFL to play in an NFL game. But he started over Mitch Trubisky. He wasn't good enough to start at North Carolina as a freshman. That's sad, man. North Carolina is not a football team. It's not a football school. I mean, they're respectable a little bit now. They're better than they were, but they are not a football dominant school. Neither is that entire. They don't play tough competition, and he barely looked. He looked. He was good, at best, and you spent the second pick on him. That's just something you can't do. So, I guess our first podcast was to let you know that we were going to do our best to try and keep it light. And as I did that, I, I took a dark turn, you know, and went exactly where I said I wouldn't. But I tried to show you what we want to do is we'll talk about the political situation without getting political about it. I don't want you to know my political views or my political stance on things. I don't need that. I just want to let you know how I feel from the bottom of my heart saying, 
please keep it out of it. We have to deal with it so much already. All these kids and these people got to argue over politics this and president that. Kneeling over this or racial that. Can, can we just watch a baseball game? Can we just watch a football game? Like just let us let us enjoy what's the little the couple of things that we have left that are just you know make us happy. Give us that break, that break from the daily stressors of life when you just flip on the NFL. That's why you get paid so much money and no one's really mad at you. You get paid all this money to play a kid's game and no one's mad because we appreciate it. We appreciate that you give it to us. So please just do your best to let it stay that way. Make it fun again. Make sports fun again. That would be my, my, my that would be what I'd like to see. So, as for that, we're going to try and keep our podcast nice and short, direct to the point. Uh, I'm going to promise that we won't go over an hour, and hope that I keep that promise. But if we get on something, we got people here, and it ends up that way. I tried, so. Um, please, if you get an opportunity, head over to our Facebook page. It's effing terrible sports. Check us out on TikTok. I've, again, effing terrible sports. Same thing on Instagram. Or please head to our website, effingterrible.com, where you can get all your merchandise. We have our PSA is effing terrible. Our uh, just terrible hoodies. Our team terrible. Just plain effing terrible. We got all kinds of stuff up there. So please check it out. And as usual, um, if you got anything for me, please feel free to contact us on effingterrible.com or at effingterrible13 at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows.